This is Wednesday, December 8th, and again, we're in this study entitled, You Promised. What is justice to you? Lately in America, there have been some high-profile criminal trials, and sadly, the trials have been politicized and used to further polarize Americans and to heighten tensions between various groups of people. Now, in a way, the story of the coming of Jesus is political as well. It reveals what the Jewish people thought about law and justice. Here's our text for today. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 19. Now, the birth of Jesus took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Yes, Matthew tells us that the pregnancy of Mary before she was married brought an interesting case of justice. Now in Israel, just as today, there were two main political forces. The conservatives were called Pharisees. They were sticklers about applying the law, looking for justice to be done whenever the law was broken. You might say that their justice was a, you get what is coming to you, justice. They believed that if they strictly applied the law of God, this would win them favor with God. God would bless them, their nation and their nation, and save them from their adversaries. But there was a second camp. There were the liberals. They were called the Sadducees. They were the aristocrats of Israel, and they felt that if the nation was to survive Roman occupation, they would need to play well with others. So they would bend or modify the law to get along. At the time of Jesus, they controlled the temple and the religious system of Israel. They were in charge of domestic and foreign affairs for the country. They equipped and controlled the army. But they were also corrupt. John called them a brood of vipers. You could say they were on the permissive side of the law. So faced with the situation of Mary's pregnancy, how did Joseph respond? Was he a Pharisee, a conservative, or a Sadducee, a liberal? Now we are told that Joseph was a just man. That makes him sound like a Pharisee. Justice would require that Mary be publicly shamed. And this would send a strong message to the community and to the other young people, men and women, that might be drawn towards sexual immorality. But here's the second thing we are told. We are told that Joseph was unwilling to put her to public shame. That sounds more like a Sadducee response to a transgression. You would treat it like it's not so big a deal. You let her deal with her baby in her situation on her own. You end the relationship quietly. So does Joseph believe in justice or not? Is he faithful to the law or not? How is he going, what was he going to do? Justice for Joseph was neither you get what is coming to you, nor did he sweep the whole situation under the carpet. Now there is a third way of looking at the law. One that in their scriptures characterized the servant that the Lord would one day send. 
Listen to the words of Isaiah chapter 42, verse 3. A bruised reed will he, this servant, not break. And a faintly burning wick he will not quench or snuff out. He will faithfully bring justice. Yeah, here's that word. The language here is concrete and given in beautiful pictures. The reed described as one used by a musician. When such a reed would become saturated and has lost its quality, the musician would break it and cast it out. And when a wick was burning down, a point in time would come when it, it could fall to the ground and start a fire. So a bowl of water was placed beneath it. It would fall into the water and it would be quenched or snuffed out. Notice here that this servant of the Lord will faithfully bring forth justice. What does this mean? The bruised reed represents people worn out by life, expended with nothing more to give. A wick begins to smolder just before the fire dies out. You see, these are pictures of exhaustion and depletion. And this is how Mary, Joseph saw Mary and the justice he sought to apply. He could bring about her shame and really the destruction of her life. But the text tells us that Joseph was just. And his justice was like the justice of the baby that would be born to Mary. She was weary and worn down, and all of Israel was. And Joseph, even before the angel visited him in a dream to explain the matter to him, made his decision not as a Pharisee or a Sadducee, but what you might call the justice of grace. And this is what Jesus came to do. Jesus knows that we are weary and we can no longer make music. We're the bruised reed, the smoldering wick. He didn't come to snuff us out. Instead, he came so that we might make music again. We might burn brightly once again with a light kindled by his love and his grace. You see, Joseph saved the baby that came to save him. And this is the way the gospel works in our world. It demolishes our notions of conservative and liberal, and it brings a completely different way that opens the door to life. It brings about the fulfillment of the law, but not as we imagine. Because we usually miss what God is doing in the world. Joseph didn't know at the time that Mary had not sinned against him or against God. He also didn't know that the baby she was carrying would bring justice for sin that opens the way for grace. Now that brings me back to the political picture we're living in today. Sometimes people have asked me, what side of politics would Jesus be on if he were, were here? Would he be on our side, they ask? The better question is, would we be on his side? Would we learn this third way, his way of grace in our world, the path to just truth, just true justice that flows from God's mercy to us? Now, granted, this way is more difficult because it's not like the way of our world. And it's not the message we hear from the factions that surround us. And no, I'm not discounting the need for courts and judges, justice and prisons. There's a need to well order our society. I'm asking that we think about where people are and what people need. 
Maybe we think it's too idealistic to fit into our world or these times. But Jesus didn't think so. We can learn this way from him as we follow him. First, we can begin to see that we are bruised reeds that he did not break. Smoldering wicks that he did not snuff out. And we can live in the joy of knowing that we have received his grace and that God's justice was fully satisfied in him. And we can also begin to learn this way from him as we walk together. Let's pray. Lord God, we feel the tension of the competing visions people have of our world. Thank you for sending Jesus to reveal your way of peace and bringing justice in him and through him. Thank you that because of Jesus, we can make music again. We can shine again. For we pray in your name. Amen.